0: Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast. We are here today with you. Excited. We have Bishop Hammond on with us. I mean, you you've got to get ready for this. He's gonna be doing some power packed information for you, some strategies on how to cope with what's going on. So welcome, Bishop.
1: Good to be here. Amen.
0: So what 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 do you got to talk to us about?
1: Well, we could talk about this. Coronavirus still, if you want to, and see what the prophets have to say about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I do have one thing I want to throw out to you real quick, and we're going to do a lot of podcasts today, so this is going to be a lot of fun, but I was reading Mark 35, Mark 435, and um, let me just read it to you, and, and I really feel like it's very interesting to what we're doing today. It says that, It's Mark 435, that day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. And of course, leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There's also other boats with him. A furious squall came upon them and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. So it was a pretty bad storm. But the thing here, Bishop, that really the Lord's been speaking to me is he said, let's go to the other side. Now, the, we're going to make it through all of this, but there is some storms in the middle. And then what was so interesting is Jesus was in the stern of the boat. It reads in verse 38, sleeping on a cushion. So he, he was peaceful. He knew he was going to the other side because he said it. And the disciples woke him up and said, to, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? And, you know, that kind of reminds me of what we're going through today. People are probably like, God, don't you know what's going on? I mean, we're we're drowning here. And then of course he said, um, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. The wind died down and it was completely calm. And then this is what's interesting. He said, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Wow.
1: After all that time they have been with him and seen all the miracles, they still didn't realize who he was and what he could do. And we got to come to that place during mm-hmm. this time who our God is and what He can do.
0: Well, don't I mean, you think it's significant that He said that we are going to go to the other side? Period. He didn't say we might get stuck in the middle.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when you when you hear a prophetic word, the prophecy is Jesus speaking, God speaking. He said, "Let's go to the other side." They should have believed that word and said, "Jesus said it; it's got to happen." And regardless of storm, you can't destroy us. You can't stop us. You can't overflow us. We're going to make it because Jesus said it. That's basically what he said. Oh, you a little faith. Why didn't you believe what I said?
0: <laughs> wow. So
1: we've got to start believing what God said.
0: Mm-hmm. That That's definitely, don't you think that's right along with what's going on right now? I think God's, you, well, you've been talking a lot on CI's um, Facebook and Instagram, talking about having faith to believe that we're right. going to make it through this.
1: And we need to believe that, you know, the Bible said, believe God, you'll be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. I've been searching to see what the prophets have been saying about this coronavirus. And um, there's three different words that kind of correlate together. Uh, Chuck Pierce prophesied last September that there was coming a plague upon the world is going to hit the United States. And during February and March would be the worst. And then by, uh, by, uh, Passover, which is the 8th of April, it would begin to decline, and uh, by the end of the month it would be pretty well leveled out, and so uh, then I got a word from uh, my one of my prophets, uh, Marty Layton, and uh, he showed me what he had prophesied in February the 2nd, where God told him that there was going to be some strange things come upon the United States, and um, it, it would be very rough in February and March, but by the middle of April, April, it would begin to decline, and by the end of the month, it'd be finished. And that God was going to move some great obstacles and some great problems that was heard, and they turn a curse into blessing, and great mountains and blockages would be removed. So, we've had about three prophets that's both felt middle of April to the end of April. We'll see a decline in this, and it's not going to go 10 weeks or 10 months. Uh, but. And I noticed the president today uh, in his Rose Garden conversation with the reporter uh, said, we got to get the people back to work in 19 days. Well, if the with the prophecy, if it comes true like it is, things are going to look like you can go back to work in 19 days. So we're going to watch and see what the Lord does. But he's in control and he knows what he's doing. And I've been sharing with uh, the saints. It's a real test. The Lord told me it's a real test for the people of God. God's going to see how we handle this. If we fall apart, get worried, uh, nervous, and murmur and complain, and oh me, what am I going to do? Uh, and and you do like the rest of the world does? He's just going to ignore us. But those who stand in faith and confidence and boldness, he's setting those aside as good. I'll be able to use them to release my glory. Because the glory of the Lord's about, God said he's going to release his glory as great as the devastation was for the coronavirus. They said that great, the glory is going to fill the earth. And revival and move of God's going to happen like never before. And then two different people come up with the same thing. Uh, Marty Layton prophesied way back. In October, he said there's going to be a strange thing happening in the United States in February and March, and then it will start declining in April, and then it's going to surge back to go up to 30,000 in the stock market. And now he had that word way back. He thought it was maybe concerning this tornado that hit. He's from Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. But uh, now he sees it's about the uh, coronavirus. And so, if, 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 if what we're hearing from the prophets, uh, April will be a transition month. So we're really believing for God to really move a mighty way. But if it starts going, starts going back up, and if we believe the Lord, so I tell everybody, you got to feel it in your witness and your spirit, and know, feel to God for yourself. Don't jump in the stock market and spend all your money uh, it, it just on somebody else's words. You got you to have faith. You know, so we're, God's still in control and God's testing us. And so those that stand in true faith, m- encouraging, building faith, and standing tall and strong in this, God said, okay, designate those that are being marked to reveal to be the glorious d- d- providers and they will release the glory of the Lord. And God said He's going to keep releasing the glory till it fills the earth as the waters cover the sea. So that's exciting. So we, we can look forward to what God's saying. So Business people need to really be in touch with the prophetic word and get a witness and confirmation. We'd love to talk in one of our sessions, talk about how you witness, you know, how do you how do you know something's the will of God? And I talk about the three W's, the word, the will, and the way. And we, we can talk about that sometime. And we need to know the prophetic uh, terminology. Uh, if we get our business people really learning to relate to the prophetic and be prophetic, They've got to learn these things because God says my ways are higher than your ways as the heavens are higher than the earth. And when God says something, we may interpret it one way, but he's meaning something else. Like when he told uh, Saul, he said, this day I've taken the kingdom from you and given it to another. But it was 38 years later before that was actually uh, put in force. That's when, when Saul died and then God made David king over all Israel. So we have to learn prophetic terminology then. Another place he said, today it's done. When we hear God say today, we think twenty-four hours. But today is a it was another thirty years before that today came to pass. And so we have to learn prophetic terminology, how God speaks, and and have to know how God works. And it always usually gets worse just before it gets better. And so we may see the coronavirus uh, this last week of March uh, really skyrocket. But then in, we're believe in April that somewhere along about mid-April it's going to peak and start going down. And we're going to see a resurgence. And we believe that everything's coming back. And I know the president wants to restart the government and work in 19 days. And that kind of coincides with what the prophets are seeing.
0: Let me ask you this, you know, um, and we've got a few more other sessions. Of course, a lot of us are all sitting at home. We're not able to get out and travel, and we're we're at home. So if you hear some background noises, (laughs) I mean, I'm at home, so you may hear some people working in the yard, so forgive me for that. But let me ask you this. So when we see all these things happening, we hear them, and you're going to turn on the TV, and you're going to hear a lot of stuff, this faith thing is is like a blind faith. You just have to say, you know what? I choose to believe. And, right. you you know, it, it's amazing. How, how do you get that faith? Yeah.
1: Well, faith has nothing to do with what we see or hear. Faith goes strictly by the Word of God and by the well, that witness of the Spirit and the confirmation, et cetera, that. But if, if, if it has to be kind of born of God within us. Uh, 1 John 5, 4 says, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes, and this is the victory that overcomes even our faith. So, we and we have to exercise faith uh, by by this decree and declaring, like like Romans chapter three says, let God be true, let the word of God be true, and everything else a false representation. And uh, but let God be true. So you you got to let God's word be true, if you got it, God's word. And ignore all circumstances and say, I see the end result. I know it's going on now, but God says, this is going to be the end result. So I'm looking to the end result, not this temporary thing I'm going through. And God says, we're going to go to the other side. Then they should have said, God said, we're going to the other side. And the winds are blowing, the waves are rolling. When God says, I'm going to do something, as I said, it always gets worse before it gets better. When Moses went back, When Moses went back to Egypt, and said, God sent me to deliver you out of Egypt and take you to the promised land. And it got worse before it got better. The people turned against Moses, Pharaoh didn't respond, because God said he hardened his heart so that God could show all of his miracles and power and get a reputation how great he was. Because he was about to take his people into the Promised Land, and he wanted that Promised Land people to hear, the God of Israel was a God that destroyed all of Egypt with the signs and wonders and miracles. It opened up the Red Sea, then he opened up the Jordan River. And the Bible says their hearts melted with fear, and I'm telling you, we need another God time of God demonstrating his glory, because the world doesn't really fear God like they said. They don't know God. But God said, I'm going to get me a reputation again. I'm going to do miracles, signs, and wonders throughout the earth. And the people are going to come to know that I am living God of heaven and earth, and I'm in control of all things, and I've got all things in my hand and my plan. So we got to come to that place in God more than what we see or hear. Because faith goes with one thing, the word of God and the witness of the Spirit, and the peace of God. The Bible says in Romans 8, 6, the carnal mind is death, but the spiritual mind is life and peace. So when you're going for something that is life and peace in your spirit, you can pretty well be sure you got the spiritual thoughts of Christ, spiritual mind. But if you're in turmoil, questions, anxiety, nervous, uh, unsure, you don't have the faith of God yet working in your life. So but when faith comes, Faith is unmovable, faith is unshakable. And it says, he that cometh to God must, must believe that he is. And he is faithful, he's true. You gotta know who God is, I am the, he, he says, God is love, God is light, God is a consuming fire, God is spirit, and then all 365 names of God, you know, God's faithful, God's true, God's trustworthy, God says it, makes it true, and nobody's gonna stop it. And so, as we come to that place, and now he's teaching, This this is kind of a trial run, for the church, because there's a lot more things coming in this uh, 20, uh, 20th decade, and i say 2020 decade, it's, it's, I've been telling people the word of the Lord I gave was uh, there's going to be some of the most horrific, horrible, terrible things in the world happening but yet some of the most glorious and victorious things happening in the church the church is going to get brighter and brighter the world gets darker and darker but it's up to the church to rise and take dominion we have to win the war in the spirit realm before we can see it manifested in the natural so thank god the president did call a day of prayer and we and everybody prayed and we have special groups praying uh, jane hammond uh here in the group last night was on a two-hour prayer line Prayed with people over around the world, and everybody's going to do it. And what the God told me was, the beginning of the year. This is the year of the D Day for the church. D Day was when you remember all the nations, allies, America, England, and all their allies, plus Russia, came together to cross uh, in, in that place and go against the enemy that was destroyed and take over the world. the 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 Hitler uh, um, Nazism and but you know we we were we were nervous about Russia because we figured we we're going to have to fight them someday but we joined together uh, with those of difference that we didn't quite agree with to get a victory. And the church has got the Baptist, Methodist, charismatic, prophetic, apostolic. We all have to come for a common cause. We have a difference of doctrine, difference of experience, different ways of worship. But we all want to see God be God of all the earth. And we want to see righteousness come on the earth. We want to see the kingdom come, and the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy. And so we want to see that we come. So I'm telling the church there's times and places that we're going to have to come together for the corporate national purpose and for church-wide purpose, even with people that normally we wouldn't have anything to do with.
0: Well, now in the last, we've got about five minutes left. You know, like you just said something that's very powerful. Once this, this, this moves out, there's going to be something, a huge movement hit us, like unbelievable. Right. Let's talk about that the last five minutes of this podcast.
1: Okay. Well, got it. God is God is getting ready to move in a way like we've never seen before i, I and the word of the Lord for the year was that we're getting ready for the launching of the greatest manifestation of God's glory. He's going to bring a witness to every nation that he's Lord, and you know thank God he's doing it already. Uh, they say Iran is one of the fastest christian growing uh, Christians becoming Christians in any nation they had, and that um uh, even Pakistan, it's, you, know, you know, you went over to Pakistan and had those great meetings. And God is moving by spirit upon people. And there's a great revival, Asia, Europe, Africa, and uh, and around the world. But all of a sudden you're gonna start seeing God, just miracle after miracle signs and wonders and miracles, just like you hear all these deaths, And all this coronavirus spreading around they're going to be reporting the miracles the signs and the wonders and talking about the great things god's doing and the church is going to jesus prayed father you make them one even as we are one and i tell people uh, jesus uh, you know father god was willing to crucify jesus for the purpose purchase of the church and he's willing to crucify any minister who's hindering the unity of the church to demonstrate his glory because it says, when we are one, John 17 says, Lord, make them one that the world may believe. When the church comes to the place of losing its selfishness, self centeredness, and egotistical religious spirits, and comes together and relates and works together for the greater good and cause of Christ, we'll see the revival like we've never seen before, and the world's going to experience salvation like they've never seen before.
0: Mm, that's Amen. powerful. And, and um, you know, you also mentioned about, we talked about how you've got to have faith. I, I just pray that a spirit of faith comes across this world. You know, that they have faith like Caleb did when he saw those giants. He saw uh, the walls, they were so thick. He just knew he was going to be okay. He knew he right. was going to conquer.
1: Right, he had that faith. He said, Moses promised me that I could have the area that I walked on. And he said we're there now we after five years of fighting we've arrived at my heritage now i'm going to take my inheritance and i know the king of all the giants anak is in my territory but if the lord works with me i'll drive him out and it mentions uh, he left the giant left and they killed three of his sons and uh, giants and they possessed and but but he said give me my mountain and he said just as I was at 40 years old now, I'm, I'm 85, and I'm just as strong. I, when I first spied this out, I came in, then I've been fighting for four or five years to help others come in. But now, here's my time, and I'm telling all my Christian international ministers, this is our time. And and you remember in the... In the Uh, Monday night of the conference in February God told me to commission everybody uh, to the apostolic miracles and prophetic revelation like never before and the Sunday after that I had reports from several of my ministers they had miracles uh, for Sunday like never before we're coming to a new day a new hour everybody needs to keep tuned and keep listening to what God's saying and be ready to be a part of what God's about to do on the earth
0: amen and amen well um, let's um We'll go ahead and end this podcast. We've got several we're going to do. You definitely stay tuned with us on these podcasts. We have over 2,000 listeners, Bishop, now um, that, really? that, that go um, into the podcast every week. And how, what are you doing that they can also listen to you? Aren't you doing something daily um, as well on Facebook? Yeah, live? yeah,
1: I'm, I'm doing a good uh, t- 10 or 15-minute exhortation and revelation uh, telling people, attitude to keep, spirit, revelation to act upon, and encourage them where we're at and what's going on. Let them know what's taking place so they don't feel like they're lost in the crazy world, you know, like it's going on. So I'll be doing that all week.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign off for now. Bishop, we love you. Thank you for being with us. And share these podcasts with anybody you can, because let me tell you, this is power-packed. It's encouraging, and that's what you need to listen to. We'll see you next time. For more information on Christian International, visit ChristianInternational.com. And for more information on Chantel Cooley Ministries, visit ChantelCooley.com.